Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of River Fire. Uh, Tommy Codell with Paula Mangucci. And uh, we got some more exciting topics to discuss today. So we're just going to dive right into it as usual. Uh, I want to start off with something that, that's been, uh, I've been pondering a bit this week. And then we'll see from there. Just want to remind everyone that is completely led by the spirit. So whatever he wants to talk about, that's uh, what's going to come up. And we just pray that you get what you need when you listen to this podcast or YouTube channel today. All right. So um, we know that Jesus came to take away sin, but how many of us know that he also came to abolish death as well? And so in Romans 8, Two, it talks about how we've been free from the law of sin and the law of death. And uh, there's other scriptures as well that talks about how our mortal bodies can be transformed and transfigured as we renew our mind. The word in Romans 12, 2, the same word be transformed by the renewing your mind is actually the same word that is used when Jesus is transfigured on the mount. So we see that there. And then in Philippians 3.20, it also talks about how uh, Jesus will transform our mortal bodies into the image of his glory. And so uh, this is something that I've been pondering and, and looking forward to is that we can be transformed and transfigured while we're still on earth. Or is it something that we need to wait for until we die. Uh, Paula, what do you think about this? Yes, I absolutely uh, believe that, that we'll be transformed. Like you said, it starts with the, with the renewing of the mind. So, I mean, even if you just meditate on that one thing, renewing by your mind, it's what you take in, your eye gate and your ears. So, yeah, um, we're just going to be evolving more and more into the glory of God. You know, just like Jesus was uh, transfigured on the Mount. Um, we're becoming more and more just like Jesus with the light. The, he is all light. He is all love. And we are the same. And there's different degrees of that light. Amen. Uh, yeah. I'm just uh, also, there's a scripture in Second Timothy 1.10 as well that talks about how Jesus came to reveal immortality and that the word for immortality, there's actually no, is no corruption, incorruptible. And so it has a, a connotation that it's uh, of purity. So I think what we've been talking about the past couple episodes about the repentance and clearing out our bloodlines and stuff goes hand in hand with being transformed uh, into this glorified body that's incorruptible. And even Peter talks about how we're born of a seed that's incorruptible. And so I believe as we walk, you know, it's first good to get this revelation to um, be able to believe God for it and start walking in it. You know, when people get to their old age, you know, you, you start hearing things like, oh, I'm, get, I'm getting old. Like, oh, at this age, you know, your body just stops functioning as it was when I was in my 30s or whatever. And then you hear people saying stuff like that, and then it starts manifesting. So what if uh, we changed our minds, changed our words, and started speaking life over our bodies? So 
why should we have to conform to what everybody else is doing in that pattern of death uh, when we know that Moses and Joshua and their their bodies were just as strong as they were in their 40s when they were 120 years old. So I do believe God is going to release this more and more as we go um, to be transformed, even even when we get to our old age. Uh, any thoughts on that, Paula? Uh, yes, there is the um, the enemy's way, and then there's God's way. And so, when you're getting filled with more and more of Holy Spirit, the light of God, you know, uh, God doesn't die. So, God in you is always going to be, you know, emanating out of you. So, your body will start to change. So, yes, there's going to be people people living a lot longer. And some people will not die. Um, some people will just go from this life to the next, you know. And um, so this is the season we're in. This is something that God's opening up. And, you know, just like when I had said in the beginning about that when we ascend, we are uh, growing faster, the Lord said, that we would grow faster in maturity. But we're also getting more and more filled up with him. And so that does change your DNA, especially with the repentance and the cleansing to make uh, a way or room for God's spirit to just be more in, more in your genetics. And I had a, uh, I believe it was a dream or a vision or encounter, I don't remember which it was, but um, this was the future for those who are not walking with Christ and they had changed people's DNA. I, I, I would assume it's something that they would want to do. Uh, I'm not quite sure that in this particular vision or dream that it was something um, that was forced upon the person. But I saw this old woman and her DNA was manipulated. And she looked like she would, you know, like she was being kept alive in a way, like she looked terrible because she lived way past her time. So she looked very old yet. She was uh, just like alive and it was pretty awful. <laughs> so there is the enemy's um, way, which is, uh, you know, a, um, you know, a, a, um, a fake you know, fake way of doing things. And then you have, you know, the Lord's way, which is, you know, perfection and, and righteousness. So you're going to see both of these going on at the same time in, in the world. Um, so, yeah, you know, if you think about it, almost everything, anything that is the enemies, you know, usually is a copy of what God wants to do or what he's doing. So, yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. You know, the, the enemy is always going to try to mimic what, God does. Um, but I, I believe this is going to be a glorious hour for those who are walking with Christ. And just as we see in the scriptures about Enoch and Elijah being taken, um, I believe just like it says in Corinthians about how not all people will sleep, but they'll some will be transformed within the twinkling of an eye. So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, Something that goes along with this is the uh, ascendant, ascensions that we want to talk a little bit about as well. Um, 
Uh, I've known Paula for about four years now, and we've been doing some group ascensions, and it's really sped up my process walking with the Lord and just growing into maturity at a, uh, a much faster rate. And so I was wondering if you can share a little bit about this, uh, Paula, about the ascensions and uh, how people could start entering in. Uh, yeah, you know, we talked about a little bit about this, that, we, you know, you step in by faith. And, you know, it's kind of interesting kind of reflecting back in the beginning where the struggles were, where people would start to, uh, when we first began, they would start to question, is this my imagination? Is this really God? And, and then there was almost a warfare on that. And so, you know, at this particular time, you know, we we're on ascension and these angels came <laughs> and it's like, this is not my imagination. This is, um, you know, God is doing this. So the idea here is to uh, activate your faith. You know, you have to first start and then the Lord will meet you where you are. And um, what I find is really uh, fascinating, too, is the things that the Lord will reveal during our ascension. There's a lot of knowledge, you know, there's the seven spirits of God we have, but we have the spirit of knowledge that the Lord will uh, show us things and understanding what that knowledge. So, I mean, even years ago, I remember where, you know, we met Einstein and how he said that there was parts of the periodic table that was not yet uh, revealed. So you can go up when, you know, just to learn about inventions that are yet to come to the earth. I think one of our favorite things is to, when we go up, is to um, look into the future. And so we've had a lot of encounters with that. Um, there's a lot of things that I have uh, personally encountered uh, in the group or even on my own through ascensions that, you know, I haven't heard anybody else talk about. And one of them is the different universes. And the different universes are like slices. I mean, if you look like, if you look at maybe a wagon wheel, and let's say the whole wheel is all the universes. And there's the spokes, but in between the spokes are like slices of different universes. And some of them, are uh, bright light, They're, they haven't uh, fallen, there's no darkness there. And then there's some that are, you know, in darkness like ours. And there's some that I haven't even, we haven't even, uh, there's no creation in it yet. There's nothing there. And God showed me, you know, that there's more. So also that we are part of the, I guess you could say it's kind of like, um, the inside of a clock, that everything is moving, but like, a, like different gears, and it's all about time in these universes, and that each person is, has a star, and in the universes, the stories are unfolded, where each one of us are part of these different galaxies and stars that tell a story. And there was a time where angels were just coming and teaching me about, you know, like I would see a particular uh, group of uh, galaxies and gases and things that you see, uh, you know, in these, um, like in NASA 
photos, you know, and the angels would be telling me, you know, that this, like they would say this particular one had to do with, you know, David and David's time. It was just, it was a, it was almost like in, in and of itself, it was telling a story. So those are mysteries that the Lord will reveal. And that's one of the um, enjoyable parts about ascensions. Um, we've stepped into the future as far as the thousand year reign and the different things what that would look like. There was times I was taken to other planets with uh, Enoch and I was seeing uh, the different creation there, the, the entities that were living there, what kind of uh, lifestyle they had and the way that they would learn. Uh, some of them would actually, you know, whatever they would learn, they would maintain. They wouldn't have to reread it in a book. You know, they would retain every single thing. And they, the way that they would teach each other, would they be talking and then they would retain all that information. So there's little glimpses of that when you ascend. Um, can you tell me some of the things that you've learned over the course of time? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got a few things to share. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, because um, you were talking about other entities and maybe like what has the Lord shown you like what our role as humans is, is toward these other beings out there? Uh, yes, there, there's uh, definitely, we are made in his image and we are his children. So one of our roles is to rule and reign, you know, to make decisions, to uh, one of the things would be um, to uh, release things to them. Uh, let's say, you know, like for an America, for the United States, um, an invention is come to the, you know, to California, you know, with the Silicon Valley and a an invention was released. Well, it it's kind of like that we would be in some cases now God in his ways, I can't say that every human being who is a believer is going to be participating in this, but I do know a lot will um, make decisions and release things. And some of them will be involved in trading, trading between planets and um, kind of like what we do overseas, we trade and where there's probably no mu uh, money involved, of course, but the, uh, we might give something to them and uh, they would uh, receive it and they would give something uh, not necessarily to us, but to another planet. So there would be just like trades between planets. And um, one thing is, is that there's, I've seen these things and there's been a lot of confirmations. Neville Johnson is one, Sidhu had seen different um, creations or creatures in the throne room worshiping together. And so you pick up these different confirmations. Um, I haven't really heard many people talk about it, but it's really interesting to learn God's different entities and creation. And I don't want to say people, but they are, they're creatures with intelligence and, and so forth. So it's really, really interesting to learn their culture, their, how they spend their day, um, what they do. And 
um, just learning about God's creation. So that's just a little bit of what the Lord has yet to reveal. It's so, amazing. Yeah, you've been on some of our ascensions where we've looked into the future, I believe. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'll share a little bit. Um, I'll just keep thinking about that scripture in Romans 8, how God has called us as sons of God to uh, not only just reveal his His glory on earth, but to all creation uh, throughout the whole universe and beyond, uh, just like what you were saying. So uh, we shouldn't limit ourselves just to earth. Like we are in the image of God. Um, we share in the nature of God, just like Peter talks about. So just it's good to just expand our our knowledge and who God created us to be, because uh, there's a lot in store for us throughout eternity uh, that's yet to be revealed. And just like it says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard the things that he has in store. Um, so definitely a lot to look forward to. Um, on the ascensions, I've experienced a lot. Like I was saying earlier, just my growth has been uh, accelerated every time. Um, I remember some of the earlier ascensions uh, would just be with the Lord uh, and just go up to the throne. And there was just times where I would just receive just deep healing and impartation in my soul. And I just feel the tangible liquid love of God. And even though some of what I was seeing was just dimly, uh, I would experience it in my spirit. And then there's been times afterwards where I just go to sleep and just have very vivid dreams and encounters in the night. Um, there's been other times when the Lord just pulls me up and it's just to hang out. Like it's not even anything serious. Like one time we were on this mountain uh, in the snow and the Lord was just kind of just hanging with me. Um, and we were throwing snowballs, different things like that. Or like we were in this river and it just dunked me in the river and so I, I like those times because it makes me want to continue going back. It makes me want to continue hanging out with Jesus, getting to know him as a friend. Um, and then there's been other times that have, have been a bit more serious or like we would just engage with um, different people from the cloud of witnesses would show up like Moses or Elijah. Uh, even this week, we were um, with them in the cloud and just receiving uh, impartation about faith and how they would do great signs and wonders god would do things through them and just how they would have no doubt in their mind that it would come to pass and so just being on these ascensions i would receive that impartation and then just be infused afterwards with the presence of god and the knowledge of god just to um go get ready to to do it myself so um we've really encountered much and like we've seen uh, a lot of stuff in the future we went into the past at different times and so there's just really no limits on what god could do when you're ascending and just being led by him yeah you know it, it's so amazing because you're talking about impartation i think that's one of the biggest things I, you know like there's such a heavy like oftentimes a heavy um presence and where you know you're on your face and you you know sometimes the angels will put their hands on my head and just say go low and you know stay humble and um <clears throat> but there's been uh wonderful impartations of all kinds of things you know and i think that's one of the things i love too and 
when you get off the call, I don't know, I, it sounds like you get that part that you just feel like you're going to float away or you're just so filled up, you know, it's just so awesome. It's so awesome. And then, um, you know, when I ascend, I often tell people to go ahead and get on your face and have the, uh, you know, the posture of humility. And then when you're, when you're actually doing that, um, there's such an ecstasy of God that just enters into the picture. And it's like you forget everything and you're just in that moment. Um, there's nothing else on the earth that can compare to that. Um, but yeah, there's been amazing times, amazing times um, during the ascensions. I'm just trying to to think about some of the things we've done, you know, there's, like you said, it's, it's kind of like what everybody kind of needs in the moment. So sometimes there's a, like a lot of inner healing and then the Lord will release prophetic words to one another. Um, what we're getting for, you know, God will turn our attention to whoever's on the call and give them a word of encouragement, um, a prophecy. Um, but, you know, just, I love the more, the things that are not yet known on the earth. Uh, you know, I think I remember having a, a word with you. I, I don't know if it's the last ascension we did, but where I was seeing all these, uh, the sounds coming out of the different instruments, uh, the different colors coming out. And how each color has so much knowledge. Like, yeah, I remember Jesus. I saw Jesus one time and he would, <laughs> he would have these different colors coming out, arcing out of him and going back into, just arcing out. So, so you can, there's such revelation that's poured out. And where you can connect and commune with God so much more. You know, where your spirit begins to recognize who's in the room, in the spirit, you know. But yeah, there's been a lot of uh, cloud of witnesses coming. Sometimes I've had Catholic nuns. You know, everyone was a Catholic way back in the day, you know. I mean, there was a season, there was nothing else but Catholics. So, you know, they would come about when we go to places in the spirit to intercede and they would bring up things that they, that's on their heart with you know, they want us to pray for. So, so yeah, pretty amazing. Definitely. Yeah. There's been a ton of times that we were on the Ascension and then like, I'd see something and then you would say it like right afterwards. Like one example would be, uh, I was seeing this, uh, angel and then, uh, and then I, w I went to go grab my, uh, notebook cause I was going to write something down and then directly when I was doing that, you said um, something about me seeing an angel or something and, and to write it down. And so out of that encounter, I actually got a whole song out of it. And uh, it's going to be on the new albums called My Dear. And so I just wrote down what I believe the angel was saying, and it fit perfectly into the song that I was making. And so just out of that, being on that ascension, there was another time where i remember we were on the ascension and uh you were saying how there was going to be a time where people were afraid to come out of their houses and this was way before uh covid and i was like man what is she seeing like it was so hard to picture at the time but then like 
a few months later, like people were legit scared to go out of their houses. So like God has been showing us stuff on these ascensions and uh, it's just like crazy what he reveals sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's funny because sometimes I don't even remember, (laughs) you know, I give words and I I don't remember (laughs) what I said, but uh, people remind me later. Um, But that is really, really true about what you said. And I think that's a key. And I think the reason why I'm kind of bringing this out to hopefully uh, get people hungry to do likewise um, and also to put some legitimacy into it because there's questions around that. But one of the major things is like, you know, we have Pastor Donald on uh, once a month and then he teaches and then we ascend. And just like you were saying, I would see something and he would say it and I would say something and he, he saw it before I said it. So we, there was constant confirmations coming, which proves this is not just your own imagination or that we're making it up and we're creating it and going into it. Cause I think that's another thing I've heard that, you know, some people will uh, imagine something on purpose and bring everybody into their imagination, but this is not that at all. Um, there's times where I've been on my face and we're, we're ascending and what's coming out of my mouth, I'm seeing Jesus speaking something and what he is saying is coming right out of my mouth. And I've seen that more than once to prove that this is the spirit of God speaking through me and it's not me myself. So it gets really deep. And I, I think that's the key too, is I am, and I hope I, you know, people also catch the fire of hunger and zeal to want more and go, you know, so many times he asks, how much do you want? How deep do you want to go? And I'm like, as deep as we can go, you know, as, as far as possible, as close as we can, you know, it's that, you know, I love the hunger and the zeal. That's why worship is so, can be so moving. If their whole heart is involved with worship, you can tell when they're uh, zealous and they're serious and then sincere and the tenacity. I just, uh, you know, it's just like the hunger, feed the hunger and go after the fire. Um, but yeah, and just, and also uh, one of the major things is seeing Jesus, seeing Jesus face to face, you know, allowing your emotions and your heart to run after him, grab a hold of him. Uh, you know, your heart goes to the throne, the father connect and commune with himself. So, uh, you know, I've done a lot of ministry one-on-one with people. And one of the major things is, is to connect them with relationship with God, the father, with Jesus, one-on-one where somebody may have never seen the Lord and, you know, cause he wants relationship with them. And as, as you do go to be with them, he changes you. He does the work, you know? Um, but anyway, I just feel like, uh, that's the whole point is going to the father, going to Jesus, the Holy spirit, and whether he uses a cl- one of the cloud of witnesses to pour into your life, that just, just an element of fun and expansion of his kingdom. So, yeah, it's like, you just start talking about and your spirits there. 
you know, one more thing I want to say, because it just reminds me of um, several ascensions. I, my spirit goes different places, not just heaven, because you can be in more than one place. Like I'll find my, I might be in my prayer room, but then I'm also in my living room or out, I'm outside in the yard or I'm, you know, so many times when we've ascended with Pastor Donald, <laughs> I would be in his church. And I would be looking up and, you know, seeing things in the spirit in his church. There's times I've been outside his, outside his church, in his yard, in the spirit. <laughs> so, you know, it's just so fun. Anyway, go ahead. Your turn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, that kind of reminds me, like, when, when you're ascending, like, first off, I definitely got to agree that just seeing Jesus is definitely the best part. It just receiving his love of these ascensions and just getting deeper in the intimacy with him. Um, but I like when you talk about like, is there places that, you know, you know, in the spirit realm that are kind of like off limits or when, when you're going these places, is it good to just ask the Lord or ask permission to go certain places or does he just lead you there? Um, how does that work? Usually he leads me in the moment of the, you know, because we're all in the spirit. Um, if I, because I also intercede for uh, businesses, this is another, uh, it's aside from, you know, doing the rev, but I intercede and prophesy for businesses. And there's been times I've, I've, I've with my desire gone up and asked, can I go? to them you know but usually you don't want to go wherever you want um you don't want to just say well i'm going to go over here in the spirit or go there in the spirit um because it can turn into witchcraft so so what is witchcraft witchcraft is rebellion against god so you want to be in union you want to be in sync with the spirit you want to get his heart you want to know it's his spirit leading you and directing you in that place so so, you know, as a general rule of thumb, we always go up and then I'll see something. Let's say a portal will be in heaven, but the portal will open up in heaven, you know, with a, where there's a lot of clouds and there's like a blue, you know, portal and you look down on the earth and we're all standing around. And so we're, the portal's open to, to look into the earth, for example. And then we feel led, you know, the Lord's leading us to a church. There's been times that we've gone to churches. We don't know what church it is, but we know it's a church. And um, where we would descend, if you want to say that, where you just go by the speed of thought. And we impart or pray for the, for the leadership, for the people, the congregation. And where we get, you know, we would see and sense what's going on. Um, so... So there's another level to go a little deeper with this because you were saying the sensing. There, there is another level of seeing and sensing, you know, in the moment. It's just like a, a more of a, a well-rounded experience, you know, where you're, yes. where you're not just seeing. Because there's so many people in the beginning, they'll see something. And they're like, I don't know what this means, or I don't know what, you know, what this is. But if you're sensing it, if you're also sensing, then that means, that means, uh, it means communication, you know, communication of revelation and understanding of what you're seeing. 
so we kind of cultivate that's why there's a lot of impartations also and the glory you know i remember kevin zade i said that jesus told him he showed him just by praying in tongues there was like an atomic bomb explosion in the spirit how much more when you're in ascension and you're getting filled up with the glory and you're walking the earth filled up i mean <clears throat> you're just about ready for anything you know where words are like i'll see somebody at the grocery store and i'll suddenly know stuff and <clears throat> they confirm what i say is correct you know like i i say i sent you know i feel like the lord is um giving you this gift and if you could pursue them and use it for him that kind of thing and it encourages them you, you plant seeds you water seeds so we're all supposed to be so much more active than we are but if we're living in the world even as a christian as I, what i call some christians are carnal christians or i would say um secular christians where their feet are in the world and they're maybe on a sunday they get awakened for the sunday and then they go back into the world and and you're flipping all over the place and you don't understand what's going on you have no direction you need to be full on like as they say all in you need to say god i want to be all in not just halfway so that means letting go of the ways of the world and and going after him with everything and uh yeah you'll you'll, you'll never go back <laughs> it's a door that definitely you go through that you don't you can't go back out of it's you're just too in in love with god i guess you could say just too filled up with him you know you'd be denying your own self uh, but god's looking after the heart he really wants to hone in to the heart and the everything definitely yeah once you taste his presence get a little taste then uh you'll never be the same just like it says taste and see that the lord is good i know that's what happened in my life um while you're talking i'm just thinking a lot about different people who are really hungry for these experiences but like they try to find it in the new age or the occult and like I've, I've even heard some stories about like a guy who was serving satan and he used to go and over cities in the spirit and just curse them and different things like that or um so how is uh ascension and what we're doing different than something like astral projection or um like these new age experiences where people do engage, but uh, maybe they're just not engaging in the right way? Well, for one thing, I think they're playing with fire. Um, the, the biggest thing is you're not tormented. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're doing those stuff, that, I mean, you're, you're, you've got spirits that are demonic and you're most likely getting tormented and troubled and, you know, and yet Jesus is full on love. I mean, why, the only way that you would, is I would say that maybe the person would be rebelling against God because they are bitter or resentful or something. And, you know, all you're doing is hurting yourself. So even if you just say, God, you know, I, I, I just need to release this, this uh, bitterness. And I need to forgive. So I just forgive you know, and whatever disappointments, because you see, 
you have to get the revelation that God can take every situation and turn it around for good. You don't want to serve the, you don't want to serve your enemy, you know, cause you're going to end up with your enemy. And if you think you're tormented now, wait till you pass from this life. It's, it, it just, it's not smart. Okay. And God created you and he loves you. And whatever you didn't get, whether it's at the home, your home growing up, God can restore, he can fill that void, he can give you a healing. And Lord, we just release that now that you would touch people who are listening that haven't quite committed. And, and sometimes it's a demon of fear. See, the enemy doesn't want you to come to him. So we just bind that spirit of fear or any other blockage in Jesus' name. And uh, so we hold that back right now and we just open the portal of, of revelation to receive the truth, to receive Jesus himself, to have encounters with Jesus right now as you're listening. Uh, Jesus is standing there. His arms are open. His heart loves you. He's, he's right there before you. And just say, Lord, I just want you. And I just release it right now. And I give it to you. And you show me the way. You direct me. And bring healing to my soul. And my wounds. And my mind. And my life. And he will. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I definitely see that portal. I see the lights and just it opening up right now. So just by faith, just engage with the Lord and just ask him to know him in a deeper way. Ask him to uh, encounter you or experience his kingdom in a way that you haven't before. And I know that he's going to answer that. Yeah, and I just hear Holy Spirit just, you know, he's your brother you have to realize Jesus took a whole lot of beating and a lot of pain uh, as your brother so that you won't have to go through this stuff anymore, you know? And, and I know, see what happens is when people like family members aren't serving Jesus, it opens the way for a lot of chaos. And there's a lot of demons and familiar spirits that cause chaos. They're all about destruction. Um, but God can just free that and remove all that stuff from your atmosphere and shift it and bring peace and life eternal. <laughs> I even see Jesus like that portal, but he's, taking someone by the hand right now and lifting them up into the kingdom excuse me i see like a stairway he's bringing that person up to to himself and i just hear the lord saying i want to give you more of me yeah and uh so he's just breaking different chains and straps and things that held you back and giving you that freedom of love of truth there's a spirit of truth that's being released and it's there's a revealing happening right now that god's revealing truth in the midst of this dark chaos stuff which is like witchcraft and i i think of twilight twilight or t i believe that's twilight the movie you know witchcraft that kind of stuff there's that's all from the enemy he's a slick de um, deceiver 
And Jesus said that broad is the way that leads to death, but narrow is the way that leads to life. Few find it, but you can find it right now. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and I just keep sensing these questions coming up about talking to angels or the cloud of witnesses or uh, someone who's quote, quote, dead. Um, yeah, there's nothing to worry about with that. It's not like we're worshiping angels or the cloud of witnesses or anything like that. There's plenty of times in the Bible where um, people talk to angels or they show up just having a conversation or someone in the cloud of witnesses. So there's nothing to fear as in like, if I press into this, you know, I'm, I might, you know, lose my mind or whatever, <laughs> like go crazy. Um, just don't be afraid to step in and go to that next level with the Holy Spirit as he leads. Uh, it's not like we're looking for these things. We're looking to encounter God, but you know, when he leads us, he just shows us different things that, that are also part of his kingdom that we can experience as well. So I encourage you to not be afraid, take that next step of just uh, entering in. Uh, yeah, and also want to say, uh, God is the God of the living, not mm -hmm. the dead. So we're exactly. not speaking to the dead and we're not seeking cloud of witnesses. We're not looking, you know, uh, it's been said, you honor one of them, you're going to probably meet one. But uh, as you're pursuing your walk with Jesus, Jesus would reveal it, like you said. But I want to encourage everybody to do a lot of repentance, to clean up the garbage um, so that you're not hijacked in the moment, which, yeah. so for example, if you start to ascend and you feel all this stuff and the enemy starts to come in, it's because you need to do some cleaning up first um, and make it a lifestyle, but start somewhere at least with that. But, you know, just by even before you do repentance, if you just want to picture yourself on the father's lap and, you know, just giving him a hug or something and just saying, you know, I just want to spend time with you, start somewhere and then you can, you know, go back and visit the other stuff. Amen. So. Yep. Got to start somewhere. Even if you just have a little faith, God will use that and work with that and then just like a mustard seed will you you'll be able to keep growing your faith and keep growing it until it's a full-grown tree so um maybe i'll leave it at that for today uh if you got anything else paula uh no but i do want to uh just release and i think you can pray after this with me that um I feel like God wants to release angels to administrate. I see an angel with a box. So uh, administrate gifts and to unlock the seeing, unlock prophecy, unlock mysteries. So Lord, we just are in agreement with what you're doing, what I'm seeing you're doing, Lord, that prophecy and seeing uh, angels and visitation and encounters and all the gifts of the spirit. And uh, yeah, that you would uh, bring more understanding right now of the seven spirits of God, Lord, that you would impart these different things. And especially I keep feeling like maybe prophecy is wanted. <clears throat> so Lord, we're just in agreement with what you're doing. Hallelujah. I'm going to finish that off, Tom. Wow.
Yes, Lord. Yeah, earlier I was seeing an eye, so I definitely agree that the Lord is opening eyes and just giving that grace to see. So, Lord, I just uh, release that and part that gift to all the listeners, uh, Father, that just like Elisha, pray that you open our eyes, Lord, to see into the kingdom realm, to see you, to see your glory and be transformed, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Whoa. Amen. <clears throat> Takes hunger. Just follow your hunger, feed your hunger, as they say. Amen. Definitely. <laughs> All right. And with that being said, we're going to wrap this episode up and uh, we'll see you guys next time on River Fire. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Your presence all around All things are renewed now Can't nothing hold me down Cause your love has set me free That grace and truth abound All things work for good now Can't nothing hold me down